Hi everyone, I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Dr. Kathy King and I want you to know you are important to us. We are thrilled that you're here with us today for another episode of Writing Works Wonders. Welcome to Writing Works Wonders. We're so pleased you're with us for episode 111. This is the exciting summer round robin. We're always in for a lot of laughter and creativity excitement with round robin storytelling. We're so pleased you're with us. Whether you're new or experienced with a round robin, there is a place for you to join in. We will be explaining the procedures shortly, so hang on tight. So buckle up, buttercup. It's time to exercise your creativity muscles with your friends at Writing Works Wonders. I'm Dr. Kathy King, and I'm so pleased to introduce you to my fabulous co-host, Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Hello, lovely people. Cassie, I'm so happy to be here with you. You're the master of the universe. And if anyone wants to know why I call her master of the universe, you'll have to get our book, Web Design for Authors, under the Visionary Series. We do it with our eyes closed, so you can too. And don't forget our creative writing prompt journal as well. We're headed into a round robin of summer fun today. And what a round robin is, is very simply something that we have adapted. We call it round robin storytelling here at Writing Works Wonders. And we want to boost our creativity. And so what we do is we create a story together. And where it goes, nobody knows. We started off with a story starter. Just a couple of sentences gets us into the frame of where the story is. And then the first person at the microphone who has raised their hand takes the story the next step in a sentence or two. The next person who has their hand up continues the story and so on. Watch out because periodically your wonderful co-facilitators, Cheryl and I, will throw in a twister and everything can go in a new direction. We always have a lot of fun with these. The stories go all over the place and we enjoy ourselves immensely. If you've never done it with us before, you can start right off with us, or you can sit back and enjoy and wait until you feel comfortable joining in. To join in, all you do is raise your hand and Chanel will call on you. So we'll start with our first prompt for our round robin. Madge and Penny were walking into the bank when they heard screaming, and loud gunfire coming from inside. Madge says, drop down, something is very wrong. Call, call dial 911, Jane, or whoever the person was, I don't remember the name, so, um, but call and call them, and let's call in there and see if we can help. Oops, wait a minute, someone's, someone's coming, flying out the door. It, oh, golly, and, oh, she's pushing, Baby carrot. Oh, no. Quickly. Guys think they are. They're dressed like people from the 1800s wearing cowboy hats. And they are, but cowboy boots and the whole getup. And they're certainly not Delmer and Louise because it's two guys. So I don't know what in the world is going on. 
all of the sudden, a man jumped up from behind the counter and clapped his hands and said, cut. You actors don't know what you're doing. That was not realistic the way you rushed in here. What has to happen? And, and by the way, Philip, you forgot your mask. You can't have that. All bandits have masks. Don't you know that? Oh, man. Here I am looking out my window. I don't know what's going on. Is the world ending? What? Look, some people were dressed up. When they tried to do like one of those war remake things with all the guns shooting and all that, and people's houses falling in, I think I'll just stay here in my window and watch and hope I'm safe. But what in the world's going on? A bystander runs by and tosses in a smoke bomb into the middle of all the activity. Yipes, yipes, yipes. Now I really can't see. I used to think it was legitimate, but now I think I'm smoke gets in your eyes. And then that same man that ran by before comes running back and he says, ma'am, ma'am. Can I help you? I would love to help you. And I'm looking at him and I can't see a thing. And I say, you know, you just jumped up here like Billy Bojangles and you clicked your heels together like Dorothy and said, there's no place like home. Oh, thank you. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Here they come. Oops, and they saw this. Here come the fire engines and the police. And wait a minute. He's got this. This has gone to hell in a hand <laughs> basket. Gone, gone, gone. I started screaming because there was so much chaos going around and I thought I would just start throwing things just for the heck of it. Two dogs run into the middle of the activity and they have a string of salami they're dra dragging behind them. <laughs> Come back here, you dogs. <laughs> What the heck is going on in here? I can't breathe. Oh, my gosh. Get the fans going. All this smoke in here. Oh, the fire department's here. Thank goodness. How did those dogs get the... <laughs> I, can't breathe. I think those dogs were nobody's fools. They were really Lady in the Tramp. And they weren't just chewing on opposite ends of the salami or whatever it was. They were inching their way, growl by growl, and groan by groan, and chomp by chomp to the middle of the bones. So now what? Now what do we do? Who's got a hose? Who's got a sprinkler? We got to dampen this thing down. Um, the fire department. Oh, wait, they're hooking up this stuff. Watch out. Hey, dogs, you're going to have soup there in a minute. Your salami and your dog. Oh, golly, what a mess. And, oh, oh, gosh, wait, wait. Don't let those other guys get away. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What did they get? Did they steal? But the guy's still filming from the... Oh, this is really, really getting screwy. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you very much. Everybody out of the way. This is the end of the film. We am very pleased for your cooperation. 
Thank you for the mass confusion. You all did a wonderful job. Wait, a cat just jumped on top of you. Only <laughs> you trying oh my to goodness. end this. I'm the cat. <laughs> we have Calvin. He's a nice golden retriever. And he's in his backyard just hanging out, looking around, watching, just watching, and just watching. Mm. And then he hears a commotion next door and looks over and... I prance around my yard. I look through the fence. I look over the fence and I see, hmm. I'm so smart, golden retriever me, that I can offer to help and get where I want to be. So I climbed over the fence and approached with my tail wagging high and handsome and said, let me help you. Let me help you. <laughs> well, well, well. Nobody understands what I'm saying because they're all human beings. And oh, a van just pulled into the driveway and seven little kids got out. And there's a little dog, little Shih Tzu. He's running around in circles. So I say to the Shih Tzu, you know, I have been asking, can I help? And, and nobody, nobody understands me. And the Shih Tzu says, you dumb golden retriever. Don't you see? Nobody needs help. This is a barbecue. The Johnsons are having another barbecue. But you know what? We can help them eat all of those hamburgers and hot dogs. Let me show you how it's done. You're such a big oaf, but I'm going to have to show you how to approach a grill and how to grab things before they get on the grill, before anybody sees you. Then I, Cody, come out of the blue over to where the kid's dog is. And then I say, let's go, let's go on an adventure and take that golden retriever next door with us. Yow, yow, my name is Queen, and I am observing this nonsense, first of all, this very, this food thing, but who wants that? It's so mushy, and those dumb dogs, oh my gosh, they're just running around, and their tails are wagging, oh my gosh, what, and go on adventure, I'm up for it, because this is not an adventure. This is nonsense. Let's go. Where are we going? Let me wait, wait. I'm not going to leave, but I'll be right there next to you. And suddenly a horse jumps over the fence. Guys, what you doing? What you doing? And then people are yelling, hey, hey, what's the horse doing here? And the dogs are running around, having a good time. And the dog's Horses focus on the dogs and not paying attention to the people. And oh boy, I, Coney, have found the gold mine. You horses, the horse and the dog and the kids, we gotta go get some gold. It's just a mile or two away and come with me. Meanwhile, 
A little girl named Daisy says, oh, mommy, a pony. I'm going to go ride the pony. And she says, I know how to ride horses. And she runs over to the horse and she jumps on his back. And she says, you guys are looking for gold. I understand when animals speak. And you know, there's a big cave down the street. I know there has to be gold in there because in Alabama and the 40 thieves, they hide gold in caves. And I think Alabama and the 40 thieves have hidden all this gold in there. So I'm going to show you. There's a little opening through the woods. Let's go. Oh, man. What's going on? We got a menagerie going around here. And it, it, it looks like some of the animals are able to communicate with each other. Come on. What good is gold? You'll goofy animals. She can't eat gold. I want some. Uh, I want some cat treats. I want some something to eat. None of this gold stuff. Why are we all excited about gold? Look at these beautiful mountains that are around us and the canyons and the beautiful trees. Why don't we just forget about gold and go take a hike? Horsey one and doggy two. And kitties, we always have to watch out for the fool's gold anyway. Wait a minute, you guys. Wait a minute. Meow, meow. Look at all this food. These people are just hanging out there, just busy doing their thing. Look at all the food. We'll forget this gold nonsense. You can't eat gold. Look, at, there's even some there that, meow, I think I'll get someone had a fish on the on the grill and it's it's oh my goodness i'm getting that first not you you golden you just go on over there for that me i'm getting that fish yes oh yummy fish i think i'm gonna go drool and drool and drool some more oh meanwhile the golden retriever said you know my name says it all i'm a golden retriever that means that I'm supposed to retrieve gold. And when you think about it, if I retrieve gold, we can buy all the food we want. We don't have to worry about this silly barbecue. So the golden retriever um, breaks into a run and follows the horse carrying little Daisy on his back. And they are galloping through the woods towards the place where she thinks the cave is. Come on, come on, come on. Here, come up here. There's all kinds of gold. Look at this whole field up here in the mountains on the ridge. There's a field of yellow and gold. And oh, look, it's beautiful. I think we should send the golden retriever in and so we could uh, inspect the cave and so that uh, in case there's any dangers, we uh, might fall through. So the golden retriever will send in. Meow, meow, did I hear a bird? Oh, yes, I did. Meow, meow, come on, birdie. Come right over here, birdie. Meow, meow. I'll peck your eyes out, cat. Come on, come on. I heard the other horses coming up looking for us, but come on, come on, kitty cat. Come on, come on, let's have it. Do your best. Come on, come on. I think I'll call all my friends. Come on, friends. Look at this cat over here. 
you know, guys, I'm a lab, I'm black lab, that golden lab. She just got so much gold in her fur that she's so beautiful. Why would she want more gold? Is it gold rocks or is it gold in flowers? Old yellow lab. I want to wait for the barbecue. Give me some hot dogs. I'm a hot dog and I want to eat some hot dogs. Meanwhile, the little, the, the horse bearing little Daisy on her back approached the opening of the cave. It looked sort of threatening, but it looked mysterious and big. The golden retriever says, hey, little one, I should go in first. Meanwhile, there was a crash from within the cave and out from the cave opening came all these men and the little girl was counting them. One, two, three, four. There were 40. Who were they? The 40 thieves. So they turned around and began to gallop away to get away from the 40 thieves. While everyone was scattering, the wild Mustang leading the other horses whinnied and said, hey, now's our chance. Let's get over to that barbecue and grab that coleslaw. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Over here, we got a big barbecue going on. And uh, over there, don't look now, but I think Tweety Bird finally got the putty chat. He really did. The bird, the bird got the... Uh, no. It's the other way around. The putty cat got the bird. But she thought she taught putty cat. Anyway, it's crazy over here. Well, you know, this is, a, this is more fun than a bunch of chickens. But uh, since I started the adventure, I told you, well, I think we all don't go, all go home and do something and wait till those men are through and come back another day. Here's all the other horses coming up. Come on, guys. Come on, come on, come on, come on. The barbecue's ready. Come on, little girl. Come on, horse. Come on, everybody. Let's go back to the barbecue. I was ready to bring in the sheriff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. I'll give you the words first. Combustible, quieter, and puppy. Let's see what kind of little short scenario you can give us using those words. Watch out, little puppy dog. There's a combustible thing right in front of you. Okay, let's go to Pam. A little cubby puppy went up to a slider uh, and started sniffing it. And all of a sudden, oh no, well, it was combustible. So he started yelping and, and running away and, and coming back and didn't know what to make out of it. And Holly? Shh. Be, be quiet. There's a bunch of, of uh, firecrackers over there. And if you make too much noise, they're going to blow up. So be really, really quiet. And after a while, Daddy will come and shoot them off for us. Carla. Puppy. Sitting with little Tommy, who was in first grade. And little Tommy says, Oh, little, little guy, I have to show you a, a trick. Now, don't get scared. I'm going to do something. You might not like it. He picked up his bottle of Coke 
and he shook it and he shook it and he shook it and all of a sudden he opened it and it was boom it had gotten quite combustible it was blowing all <laughs> over the place so the little puppy ran and he ran and he ran and he ran and he was hiding under the neighbor's porch and finally he, had, he felt calm and he could finally be quieter carol puppies are not quiet but puppies can be combustible and how about <laughs> let's try for a combustible puppy quiet combustible puppy puppy quiet puppy and a quiet puppy combustible <laughs> cheryl okay Shh, i gotta be quiet oh my my belly hurts. My belly hurts. I gotta hurry up and get outside. <laughs> I scratch at the door. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. <laughs> Puppy ran out to the net, end of the lawn. And... <laughs> Marlene? I'm lying here watching the flashes and noise, wondering if these flashes are combustible. After all, I'm only a little quiet puppy hiding under this big metal thing with wheels. Oh, ow, that was loud. It hurt my ears. Thank you. And Pam. Well, suddenly, cubby puppy Muppy came out of the blue and started looking at all the fireworks, started twirling around, then then started running and hid under the porch with a bone, too. Janet. And then the puppy said, I better go do my business before I become combustibly irritated, and then I might be able to be quiet with all those fireworks going. Mom, Dad, and little sister are waiting to go on vacation. They're waiting for their flight when they look over and see several intergalactic aliens with their luggage waiting for the same flight. Mommy, mommy, look! Look at them! Look at them, they're getting on the plane with us. Do you think I could go sit next to them? Where do you think they're going? What connection are they going to make? Because we're just, we're just going to... to to Cincinnati. I wonder what they're connecting to from Cincinnati. But I wonder if this is really just a plane to go to Cincinnati. Uh-oh, uh-oh, Mom! Get Dad, let's find out. Oh, honey, don't worry, don't worry. Remember I told you we were going to have a surprise and we were going to have a vacation that's out of this world? Well, this is really not an airplane, it's a space plane. And what we're going to do is we're going to go to Cincinnati, but we're gonna get there a lot quicker because we're gonna go into suborbital or and we're gonna go out in space and we're gonna go around the world and then we're going to land in Cincinnati. And those guys that you see there, those aliens, they're the pilots because so far they haven't trained any Americans to fly these space planes. So just come on, honey, take my arm and just do what they tell you to do. I know I'm just a kid and I don't know much, but you know, it might be nice to have a fun trip with alien pilots and I think I want to befriend them 
they might be nice people and make them welcome, feel welcome to Cincinnati, Ohio. They really seem like they might be fun. Oh, my gosh. I guess I'm not too surprised, Mom. It, I mean, aliens, really? Why would they be flying on an airplane when they could go intergalactic at warp 10? I mean, okay, now I understand. We're going around the world in a lot less than 80 days, I'm sure. But we're going to end up where we want to go in Ohio. Hmm, wait a minute. Something's kind of scary about this picture. Your attention, please. Your attention, please. We have to search everyone's luggage. This is imperative. Please line up in an orderly fashion and present your luggage to the flight attendants. We will come down the line and search the luggage. Thank you for your cooperation. Families all fix up their bags and stand at attention. They look at each other and little sis says, wow, this trip is really going to be out of this world. Now, I know I'm just a kid, but I think I'm going to wave at aliens, and I think I'm going to try to communicate with them. I wonder what language they speak. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Alien, I'm Julie. Do you think that I can take my teddy bear? Do you think that I can take it with me? Because it'll be very quiet and very good. I promise. I promise. And if you can't take the teddy bear, I don't know that I'm going to go with you. So I really want to take my teddy bear. And she'll be really, really good and help. There's this band playing as they're getting off the plane that looks like they're dressed like our alien friends. What is going on? There's a sign looking for those two people. Huh. I wonder what that's all about. Now I know, like I said, I'm just a kid. But I think I'm going to ask him if I can actually try to drive this plane. Or is it fly this plane? And even though we're stopped and even though the band is playing, maybe I'll give a chance to go up in it and fly it this time. Meanwhile, Daddy says, I think they've made a mistake. Look at that band. They're all aliens. I don't recognize this airport. This is not Cincinnati. And besides the people on this plane, do you see any other human beings? I don't. Welcome to Saturn. Welcome to Saturn. We're very pleased for our first human visitors to come to Saturn. Welcome to Saturn. Are you no. kidding? Is this like Saturn, uh, San Diego, California Saturn? <laughs> or is it Saturn, Ohio? Wait a minute. Maybe it's even Saturn, Saturn, Louisiana. Yeah. No, lady. You're on Saturn. <laughs> Don't be dense. You're on Saturn. <laughs> Little Julie was staring at the two aliens, the pilot and the co-pilot, all of a sudden, and she understood what they were saying. They spoke in this funny voice, and the one said to the other, Hey, what is this? You 
do it. You know, you were supposed to take the people around the world and suborbit a few times so that they could see a few sunsets and sunrises, and then you were supposed to safely deposit this plane in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And Cincinnati is not on Saturn. Don't you have GPS? What happened to your intergalactic GPS? I know we shouldn't have trusted a first-year pilot with this first space plane flight in America. Woot, woot, woot. What an ending. (laughs) (laughs) You caught me by surprise with that one. Great ending. Everybody did great. As always, that's fun to do that. But what it struck me was, that this is not easy. It's really intricate and so much depends on on where it strikes everybody, each person, mm. and what direction mm-hmm. we can go in. And is there a direction that we find to go in, as a matter of fact? Yeah. Thanks. Marlene? When you finally get something in your head and you're waiting, and then the person ahead of you throws in a... <laughs> A twister or, yeah. or something that you need to respond to, and then your mind goes, duh. <laughs> and like in the first one, and Carol, because she's really good at this, and she does great with putting stuff in, and, and then she put in a lead of followed, and I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Really hard to, to think spontaneously and come up with it. But I wanted to ask you guys, can you comment on how you're doing on the Round Robin book, or is it too soon? Too soon. no hesitation there (laughs) it's coming and it is hard to create these it's something that we do together we go back and forth trying to figure out what might work what might not how to massage it how to leave it open-ended and how to keep it simple so you don't have to remember stuff like I gave people names in one of them and somebody said, I don't remember the names. And mm-hmm. so you'll notice one of the other scenarios, it was just mom, dad, and little sister. I was trying that to make it simple mm-hmm. that people didn't have to remember names. But I think it's also really hard what you folks are doing, just coming up to the mic and going with whatever somebody did before you. Somebody just said, you've got something in your mind that you're going to say And the person before you says something totally different and you just have to, especially if you follow me, you know, I just like throw in these red herrings and then you're like, and and most of you are so good at just on the fly, picking it up and running with it. It's, you know, it's great. And, and if you can't do that, that's fine that you stay with what you were going to say. It's not Mm -hmm. simple on both sides. It's a stretch to stretch. Yeah. And we're stretching ourselves. And also, hopefully, you're feeling confident about how creative you really are. Because I did it. You guys were all talking about suitcases. And I went to the party again. I wanted to get to the band part. I knew (laughs) she was going to throw in Saturn. I thought, no, I'm going to throw in the party first. (laughs) (laughs) And we do have Carla followed by Pam. Great. Well, a couple of things. First of all, um, I, this is good for us because it teaches us to be spontaneous. It teaches us to be creative when, you know, we're not planning things out. And I'm not a good improvisationalist. You know what I mean? I'm not good at spontaneity myself. And so it's a good exercise 
The second thing I'd like to say, I didn't quite under, understand how you wanted us to do the three word thing. I interpreted it as we did round robins, but not connecting it, but um, using, you know, taking turns using the three words in yep. a, a mini scenario. And that's how I did that. Yep. And so I do these things for fun and amusement. And mm -hmm. I was being fun and amused. And mm -hmm. I really enjoyed yes. this activity. Oh, and I, good, you know, good. I enjoy this group. Yes, Pam Johnson. Um, first okay. of all, yes, hello. First of all, I'm sorry about uh, coming in late, and I thought, since, oh, somebody's jumping up from the counter and, and something about seeing something out of the window, I thought, well, I'll just throw in a monkey wrench, and I'm sorry about, sorry about that, but you know, all of the others flowed, and I'm, uh, at least at least for me, and I, I think it's very interesting to do something like that, those things with other people, you know? I don't know what you're apologizing for, whatever it is. It's not necessary because you just came in and played right along with us so thank you <laughs> oh my monkey wrench is okay okay thanks yeah you're always a joy thank you the monkey wrench everybody tosses them in you know like I knew just like that plane Kathy was going to plan on that the plane going to Saturn and I knew that ahead of time but I also knew we were going to add in a band so I just threw a monkey wrench in on her and said no we're going to we're going, are we in Saturn New York Saturn California <laughs> If you if you're going to apologize, then every one of the rest of us must apologize too and laugh about it. But also, I the the fact of the of whoever threw in the film that was brilliant. Oh yeah, it just let it go mm -hmm. anywhere. It always yeah. if there was a stop or a change or whatever, it could go yeah. in whatever direction because it was only a movie. So so what. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks, everybody. This has just been great. You're all great. We have a lot of fun with this, and I get laughing so hard that I mute because I'm laughing too hard. Before we start closing up, I give you the prompt words. I'm gonna give you some words. Okay, so get ready. We're gonna. I'll repeat them again. Hundred words or less, genre of your choice, using the following words: serendipity. Gallywag, spirit, and squash. Gallywag, serendipity, spirit, and squash. Have fun with it. Thanks again. And now I'm going to turn it over to Kathy. Thank you, everybody, for making this a fantastic summer round robin storytelling event. We appreciate all of your participation, laughter, and creativity. You make this happen with us, and we hope you'll be back with us every time we get together. We have um, a change in schedule coming up. September 1st is Labor Day, so that's Labor Day weekend, so we will not have a Zoom call that weekend. But September 15th, we're going to have one of your favorite activities, a writer's chat. At our regular time, 1 p.m., September 15th. And then we have a bonus call in September, September 29th. Get ready for it. Is that the right date? Yep. September 29th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get ready for it. Sandra Brown will be our guest author. We're very excited about this. And we hope you will be too. So share the news. September 29th, the last Friday of September, Sandra Brown will be with us. We usually have in late October, beginning of November, the authors in our community 
give us uh, their titles of their books, where they can be found, and please pass the word. We'll get the word out too. And we'd like all the authors to make their own recording. Tell us a little bit about their books, where they can be found, no more than five minutes for each author. And then we'll put these together and podcast it you know, on the rotation so that everybody gets to hear it. And we have a lot of great guests lined up for September, October, and November. So we want to be able to sh still um, share your work with the wider audience. Be sure to visit writingworkswonders.com for these show notes and other resources. You'll find details about how to participate in Writing Works Wonders events there. Above all else, we want you to be encouraged, inspired, and enjoy the wonders of writing. We look forward to being with you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to spend time with you. A tap on that button that says subscribe so you will not miss our show. You can also tap on the link for writingworkswonders.com. It'll take you directly to all the show notes and information that we shared today. Then you can sign up to receive the Zoom link so that you can be live with us when we are recording. You can also contact us at info at writingworkswonders.com. Our phone number is 347-467-0221. We also have a donate button. All donations go to technical expenses that Kathy and I incur in order to keep this podcast going. Kathy and I want you to feel encouraged and inspired and know the wonder in writing. And until next time, our friends, keep on writing. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.